0: Welcome to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Now, here's your host, Dr. Siddiqui.
1: Joyful morning, good morning and good day to all the listeners in the United States of America and all over this beautiful earth on WLWL.com, locally 1340 AM. <laughs> Breath is the bridge which connects life to consciousness, which unites your body to your thoughts. Whenever your mind becomes scattered, use your breath, which is your soul as the means to take hold of your mind again. Breath is the finest gift to all living beings. We all need to be grateful for this wonderful gift, one and only God of all, to Christians, God, Yahuwah or Hashem, to Orthodox Jews, or Parmeshwar to Hindus and Allah to Muslims, for making the most sophisticated mechanism of heart and lungs to work in coordination from birth to death. Uh, Today I'm going to talk about respiratory system and lung problems, folks. Among the healthy adults, the average lung capacity is about 6 liters age Gender, body composition, and ethnicities are factors affecting the different ranges of lung capacity among individuals. Total lung capacity rapidly increases from birth to adolescence and plateaus at around 25 years of age. It's a common belief that we breathe with our lungs alone. But in point of view fact, the work of breathing is done by the whole body. The lungs plays a passive role in the respiratory process. Their expansion is produced by enlargement mostly downward of thoracic cavity and the lungs collapse when that cavity is reduced. Proper breathing involves the muscles of the head, neck, thorax and abdomen. These movements are not that obvious to our eyes in normal breathing. It can be shown that chronic tension in any part of the body musculature interferes with natural respiratory movements. Breathing is a rhythmic activity. Normally a person at rest requires approximately 16 to 17 respiratory incursions a minute. The rate is higher in infants and in states of excitation. It is lower in sleep and depressed persons. The depth of the respiratory wave is another factor which varies with emotional states. Breathing becomes shallow when we are frightened or anxious. It deepens with relaxation, pleasure and sleep. But above all, it is the quality of respiratory movements that determines whether breathing is pleasurable or not. With each breath, a wave can be seen to ascend and descend through the body. The inspiratory wave begins deep in the abdomen with a backward movement of the pelvis. This allows the belly to expand outward. The wave then moves upward as the rest of the body expands. The head moves very slightly forward to suck in air while the nostril dilates or mouth opens, not too obvious to the eyes in normal breathing. The expiratory wave begins in the upper part of the body and moves downward. The head drops back, the chest and abdomen collapses and the pelvis rocks forward. Now let me start with some scriptures that lays an importance on breathing. The pleasure can be experienced at the end of the expiration when the descending wave fills the pelvis made an enjoyable sensation. In Kama Sutra, in the Hindu mythology and Hindu scriptures, simple breathing gives rules for sensuous techniques and sensual pleasure for lovemaking that enhance the breathing, give a sexual quality to induce genital feeling. The slight backward and forward moments of the pelvis normally during breathing, which is not noticeable at all, is fully enhanced to give similar rhythm to sexual moments. In Kama Sutra of Hindu mythology, principles of lovemaking or erotism and sexual excitement is based on breathing techniques, which is also a form of yoga exercise. (laughs) Well, folks, undoubtedly there's no blessing like been able to breathe normally. Anyways, that was on the sexual techniques of Hindu mythology coming to somewhat modern times, yet 1,450 years ago, to Prophet Muhammad in his saying, the importance of breathing need hardly be stressed. It provides oxygen for the metabolic processes Literally, breathing supports the fuel of our life and the breath is described as Ru. Ru in Islamic theology that is called spirit or the soul, Prophet Muhammad 1450 years ago laid heavy emphasis on preservation of environment as we live in an ocean of air like a fish in a body of water or ocean of water. By our breathing, we are attuned to our atmosphere and environment. If we inhibit our breathing, we isolate ourselves from the medium in which we can exist. In all Islamic theology, the breath holds the secret to the highest bliss as the soul, which is called ruh, that stays in our body as long as the lungs and the heart coordinates in functioning with each other. Having input from respiratory center in the brain, your breath is a blessing, said Prophet Muhammad, begin to praise one and only one God. God is watching you, he said.
0: Every breath you take
1: The main function of the lungs is to perform the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide with air. We all know that. We breathe from atmosphere. The lungs exchange respiratory gases across very large epithelial surface about 70 square meters. This large combined area of both lungs is highly permeable to gases in normal lung conditions. Now let me describe the gross anatomy of the lungs uh, by the simile of inverted tree, uh, uh, inverted apple tree, for our discussion of anatomy and physiology. Think of the lung as an inverted apple tree, so a tree has a stump with branches extending to smaller branches and leaves and apples. Much like the alveoli, which are the m- mainly responsible little part of the lung for oxygen exchange, the apples are just like the air sacs called alveoli. The bronchi are tree stumps that break off into bronchioles. The stumps and the branches are hollow tubes carrying the air. The bronchioles, much like the branches, are the distal portions of the tube that extend to the leaves and apples, which also known as alveoli, as I tried to describe in an inverted apple tree form. In our chest, the lungs are pyramid-shaped paired organs that are connected to the largest tube of all, the trachea, by the right and left bronchi. Diaphragm is the flat dome-shaped muscle located at the base of the lungs and thoracic cavity to our abdomen. The lungs are enclosed by thin sheet called pleurae, which are attached to the center called mediastinum. The right lung is shorter and wider than the left lung, and the left lung occupies a small volume than the right, the cardiac notch is an indentation on the surface of the left lung and it allows space for the heart in the middle of her chest extending on to the left side of the chest. The apex of the lung is superior region whereas the base is the opposite region near the diaphragm. The coastal surface of the lung borders the ribs. The mediastinal surface faces the midline. Each lung is composed of smaller units called lobes. Fissures separate these lobes from each other. The right lung consists of three lobes, the superior, middle, and inferior lobes. The left lung consists of two lobes, the superior and inferior lobes. A bronchopulmonary segment is a division of a lobe, and each lobe houses multiple bronchopulmonary segments. Each segment receives air from its own tertiary branches which is bronchus and is supplied with blood and own artery. So blood supply and nervous innervation of the lungs are also a necessary part of this organ system. The blood supply of the lung plays an important role in gas exchange and serves as a transport system for gases throughout the body. We need oxygen, the fuel. In addition, innovation by both the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system provides an important level of control through dilatation or constriction of the airway. Blood supply, the major function of the lung is to perform gas exchange which requires blood from pulmonary circulation. The blood supply contains deoxygenated blood and travels to the lungs where erythrocyte, the red blood cells, pick up oxygen to be transported to, to tissues throughout the body. The pulmonary artery is an artery that raises from the pulmonary trunk and carries the deoxygenated arterial blood to the alveoli. The pulmonary artery branches multiple times as it follows the bronchi, and each bronchi becomes progressively smaller in diameter, one arteriole and an accompanying venule supply and drain one pulmonary lobule. As they near the alveoli, the pulmonary arteries become the pulmonary capillary network and the pulmonary capillary network consists of tiny vessels with very thin walls that lack smooth muscle fibers. The capillaries, branch and follow the bronchioles and structures of the alveoli, it is at this point that the capillary wall meets the alveolar wall, creating the respiratory membrane. Once the blood is oxygenated, it drains from the alveoli by way of multiple pulmonary veins which exist the lungs and through the hilum. I once heard my patient yell, Hey girl! Are you a pulmonary embolism? Because you are making me breathless. I was treating his pulmonary embolism with long-term blood thinner. Now, nervous innervation. Dilatation and constriction of the airway and achieved through nervous control by parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic, as as I said earlier, causes narrowing of the bronchial bronchoconstriction sympathetic dilates is called bronchodilation reflexes such as coughing and the ability of the lungs to regulate oxygen and carbon dioxide levels also results f- from this autonomic nervous system control sensory nerve fibers arise from vagus nerve and from the second to fifth thoracic ganglia and the pulmonary plexus is a region on lung root formed by entrance of nerves at the hilum the nerves then follow the bronchi in the lungs and branch innervate muscle fibers glands and blood vessels trying to wrap up the anatomy pleura of the lungs has got a covering the parietal pleura and visceral pleura the visceral pleura covers the lungs the parietal pleura is the outer layer The pleurae performs two functions. They produce pleural fluid and create cavities that separate major organs. Pleural fluid is secreted by mesothelial cells from both pleural layers and acts to lubricate the surface so that there's no uh, friction in there. This lubrication reduces the friction between two layers to prevent trauma during breathing and create surface tension that helps maintain the position of lungs against the thoracic wall. Enough of lung anatomy, folks. The phrase, take my breath away, reflects the euphoria and its effect on breathings. What did the lung say to the cigarette smoker or vaping person, whether it's nicotine vape or marijuana vape? You take my breath away. Or when someone says, take my breath away, make sure that they do not mean their asthma pumps to, folks. A patient confessed to me, Doc Siddiqui. Hey, listen, Doc Siddiqui. At times I hide my girlfriend's asthma inhaler just to make her scream, give it to me, give it to me, so that my noisy women neighbor think that I have a great sex life. My patient's neighbor watching every motion in this foolish lover's game which is also described in Kama Sutra.
0: You're listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040. Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM.
2: For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages, from pediatrics to geriatrics. You'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians.
0: Let's get back to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care in Kenmore. Once again, Dr. Siddiqui.
1: Which lovers game I guess they don't consider air as necessity. Smoking of a tobacco cigarette or marijuana creates multiple chemical compounds, folks. They that are released through mainstream smoke, which is inhaled by the smoker, and through the sidestream smoke, which is the smoke that is given off by the burning cigarette or burning marijuana, secondhand smoke, which is a combination of sidestream smoke and mainstream smoke that is exhaled by the smoker, has been demonstrated by numerous scientific studies to cause disease. At least 40 chemicals in sidestream smoke have been identified that negatively impact human health, leading to the development of cancer or other conditions. In case of marijuana, cannabis use disorders such as a problem where one can get psychosis in a condition called schizophrenia due to brain toxicity. Immune system dysfunction, liver toxicity, cardiac arrhythmias, pulmonary edema and neurological dysfunction are some of the other evils. Furthermore, the second-hand smoke has been found to harbor at least 250 compounds that are known to be toxic, carcinogenic, that is cancer forming, or both. Some major causes of carcinogens in second-hand smoke are polyaromatic hydrocarbons, N nitrosamines, aromatic amines, formaldehyde and acetaldehyde. Tobacco and secondhand smoke are considered to be carcinogenic. Exposure to second hand smoke can cause lung cancer in individuals who are not tobacco users themselves. It is estimated that the risk of developing lung cancer is increased by up to 30 percent in non-smokers who live with an individual who smokes in the house as compared to non-smokers who are not regularly exposed to secondhand smoke, children are specially affected by secondhand smoke. children who live with an individual who smokes inside the home have a larger number of lower respiratory infections, which are associated with hospitalizations, higher risk of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. Secondhand smoke in home has also been li- linked to a greater number of ear infection in children as well as worsening symptoms of asthma or chronic sinusitis. One of my patients complained, Dr. Siddiqui, I work well under pressure as long as it is not my sinus pressure of sinusitis. So fix my sinusitis first for doctor. So (laughs) the problems that that comes with, there was a time when it was attached to macho figures, marble cigarettes and all that. It is not the case at all. Now the blockage caused by allergens and smoking, these factors are enough to create bronchial obstruction which will prevent oxygen to get into the distal portions of the lung. If there is a lack of oxygen, the heart will be directly affected because it will compensate for the insufficiency. Now, the cholinergic effect, this has simply increased mucus production inside the lungs. The presence of thick mucus secretion that builds to the branches of the lungs or inside the alveoli will compromise oxygen exchange. The lungs will become sluggish. The, the patient experiences coughing and hacking and it eventually develop an infection. In severe cases, the alveoli are drowned with too much mucus that oxygen exchange has become nearly impossible. This is what happens also in another condition called pneumonia. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, in short COPD. Emphysema and bronchitis are two types of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease that are primarily caused by chronic smoking. Emphysema is a condition wherein the alveoli are destroyed, causing the trapped air inside the lungs and making it difficult for the patient to breathe. Bronchitis, on the other hand, is manifested by frequent occurrence of a productive cough and also causes difficulty in breathing. When the alveoli, the breathing cell, get hard, oxygen exchange will not take place. Therefore, there will be a build of carbon dioxide that causes a lot of pressure inside the lungs Infection for bronchitis is what causes the increased production of mucus and without proper expectoration, the secretions worsen. Now, what is asthma? Asthma, the bronchioles are constricted due to variety of reasons like viral infection, pollution in the air and allergens. Asthma is a condition where there is an inflammation of the bronchi which causes the wheezing and shortness of breath due to narrowing of air passages. Tubes. So let's uh, summarize. Lung disease is any problem in the lungs that prevents the lungs from working properly. There are three main types of lung diseases: airway disease. This, these diseases affect the tubes, the airways that carry oxygen and other gases into and out of the lungs. They usually cause narrowing or blockage of the airways. Airway diseases include asthma, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD in short, bronchiolitis, and bronchiectasis, which is also the main disorder for the persons with cystic fibrosis. People with airway disease often say, Hey, Dr. Siddiqui, I feel as if I'm trying to breathe out through a straw. Those who have normal breathing just try to breathe out through the straw the second is lung tissue disease that was the airway problem this is tissue problem these diseases affect the structure of the lung scarring or inflammation of the tissue makes the lung unable to expand fully which is called restrictive lung disease. This makes it hard for the lungs to take in oxygen and release carbon dioxide. People with this type of lung disorder often say they feel as if they are wearing too tight sweater or vest. As a result, they can breathe deeply. Pulmonary fibrosis and sarcoidosis are examples of lung tissue disease. The third one is lung circulation problems. These diseases affect the blood vessels in the lungs. They are caused by clotting, blocking, scarring or inflammation of the blood vessels. They affect the ability of the lungs to take up oxygen and release carbon dioxide. These diseases may also affect heart function. An example of lung circulation disease is pulmonary hypertension. People with these conditions often feel very short of breath when they exert themselves. Now, time for some music, folks. Talking on oxygen, there is no need to wonder about the lyric or intention of Rihanna's American Oxygen. This is a song that contains some strong and authoritative lyrics. Listeners know that Rihanna is praising the opportunity America offers to its citizens. Mm -hmm. American Oxygen, this is a new America. We are in the new America, sung by Rihanna. Let's listen to Rihanna on this land of opportunity. My nation, United States of America. A female patient of mine who lives with her mother and grandmother both. Her mother and grandma smokes like a chimney and refuses to go out of the house to smoke. This patient visited me. She said, Dr. Siddiqui, help me. She says, I think I might be asthmatic. I'm sure I'm asthmatic because I have a really hard time breathing in my home with so much smoke in the house. Well, I perform... Respiratory function test and made myself sure before I said she has no asthma. I advised her, from now on, I want you to sleep with your windows wide open. A week later, this woman patient of mine came back to me and asked. I asked her, So what did you follow? My, so did you follow my recommendation, Nancy? Nancy? Yes, Dr. Siddiqui, I slept with my windows wide open every night. And what about your breathing difficulty, Nancy? Did it disappear? Yes, Dr. Siddiqui, breathing difficulty did disappear, but what did also disappeared along with are my watch, my laptop, my television too? She sounded very unhappy with me for obvious reason, Considering the economic conditions... Of her locality and the current inflation in my country. (laughs) (laughs) We all need a good laugh every now and then, especially in these challenging times of our. divided nation. Now, more than ever, there may be a good reason to put on romantic comedy or comedy special and laugh away your troubles, folks. Science is beginning to understand that not only is laughing good for your soul, the physical act of laughing may also be good for your health. The most obvious health side effects of laughter is an improvement in mood and a decrease in stress. Depression has become a plague in our modern society that, according to science, can be kept at bay by laughing. Yeah, laughing. Laughing initially increases and then decreases your heart rate and blood pressure, resulting in relaxation. In addition, it releases endorphins and enkephalins, which can help relieve stress and even act as a natural painkiller. Aside from stress relief, the physical benefits are extensive, Laughing can provide a workout for your cardiovascular, pulmonary, and respiratory system. When you laugh, your diaphragm, chest, and abdominal muscles tighten. This makes the lungs work harder by forcing stale air out of you and allowing fresh air deeper into the lungs. This is why laughter may make your exhalation more effective. This is because laughter helps to expand your alveoli, the tiny air sacs I tried to describe earlier in the program, is in your lungs. Expanding this means that area of oxygen exchange is bigger and more oxygen enters our lungs. To keep the lungs healthy and provide enough oxygen for our body, we need to breathe deeply and expel stale air, which is why breathing exercises are recommended for anyone with respiratory illness. Knowing this, some researchers have looked into whether the benefits of humor and laughter could extend to people who suffer from COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or asthma. One study found that having a sense of humor is associated with improved emotional functioning and an enhanced quality of life among patients with chronic lung illnesses. Another study demonstrated that laughter reduces air trapping in COPD. Air trapping causes increased, say in the cases of COPD, patients, to be big or not, function properly, leading to increased shortness of breath, particularly with activity. Let, Let me bring some more humor here. This does not mean I am suggesting Kama Sutra sex yoga exercises folks for anyone, especially with asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease when I am prescribing laugh. These conditions get exacerbated with such rigorous maneuvers. See, imagine, one of the exercises, one of the legs of the partner twisted around the neck. Now, folks, here's something more to tickle your lungs. A male patient of mine driving on road ran over a skunk. His wife yells at him sitting by his side on passenger car seat to drive back to see if it is still alive. So they drove back and truly the skunk was still breathing. So that this was very kind-hearted wife of his wants to take it to a wet doctor. Veterinary doctor. So she picks up from the road, takes it to the car and asks her husband. Where should I put it? The husband says, I don't know. Just hold it between your legs to warm it up to survive. Wife says, but it's all wet and it stings. And what about the bad smell, the stench? Husband, oh, the stench. Well, just cover the injured skunk's nose. Folks, the relationship between husband and wife is very psychological, too. Very psychological. One is a psycho and the other is a logical. Now, please don't ask me to figure out
0: who's who. You're listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716 800 3040.
2: Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM. For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages. From pediatrics to geriatrics, you'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. Let's get back to
0: Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care in Kenmore. Once again, Dr. Siddiqui.
1: Some experience with certain brainless lawyer, hell-bent upon giving doctors the hard time in the court proceedings, even to a pathologist. Conversely, folks, pathologists do not work on patients clinically, but they work as coroner on dead bodies. Here's a story that my coroner friend related to me. In a murder trial, the defense attorney was cross-examining the Coroner, before you signed the death certificate, did you take the pulse, listen to the heart, or check for breathing? Coroner replied, no. So when did you sign the death certificate, Coroner, that that you were not sure the man was dead? Were you? Were you? Were you? Coroner replied, well, the man's brain was in the jar on my desk, but I suppose he could have been still practicing law. For living,
0: <laughs>
1: the hearty laugh or belly laugh can have the same benefits of expanding the lower portions of the lung as an in. in- scintive spirometry device that is often recommended after abdominal surgery or thoracic surgery to the patients to encourage deep breathing and mobilization of dependent mucus. Now, here is an incident at the hands of a panicky, shaky hunter. Two hunters are out in the woods when one of them collapsed He doesn't seem to be breathing and his eyes are glazed. The other guy whips out the phone and calls 911, the emergency services. He gasps. My friend is dead. What can I do? What can I do? The operator says, calm down. I can help. First, let's make sure he's dead. There is a silence. Then a gunshot is heard. And the hunter seeking help from 911 comes back on the line and said, okay, now what? What a pathetic cognitive strength of making sure that the hunter is dead by fellow shaky hunter. Folks, the most common lung disease include asthma. That the patient must have lost the consciousness in the wood because of asthma. Asthma is a chronic disease that makes your lungs very sensitive, can make it hard to breathe. As I described earlier, asthma can't be cured but proper treatment people with asthma can lead normal active life. Certain things can make your airways become swollen and filled with mucus. The swelling and the mucus makes your airway narrower so it is hard for air to pass through. Asthma may also cause your airways to become small and tight. This makes the airways narrower and makes it hard for the air to pass through. If one of them is with asthma hiking in the woods, he would have found breathtaking view of those mountains, but his breath was not there. What is bronchitis? Bronchitis is a swelling in your air passages. Bronchi. Bronchi connect your windpipe trachea with tiny air sacs, alveoli, as I described a few times. Your body absorbs inhale oxygen across the walls of the alveoli. When you have bronchitis, your bronchi are swollen, filled with extra sticky mucus. This makes it harder for you to breathe and makes you cough. There are two kinds of bronchitis. Acute bronchitis lasts two to three weeks. Acute bronchitis is usually caused by a virus, the same viruses that cause the common cold, respiratory syncytial viruses. The virus attacks our airways, which causes redness, swelling, and extra mucus production. Acute bronchitis can also be caused by things that irritate your airways, such as smoke, Bronchitis is considered chronic when you have a cough with mucus on most days for three months of the year. Now, symptoms of the bronchitis, acute bronchitis. If you have acute bronchitis, you probably feel symptoms of cold or flu. After a few days, you may start to cough up some extra mucus and find harder to breathe or have a wheezing in your chest. The treatment of acute bronchitis, if you get medical treatment, your healthcare provider may prescribe inhaled corticosteroids. These inhalers are the kind that people with asthma use to reduce the swelling in their airways. If your healthcare provider finds that your bronchitis is caused by bacteria, they will prescribe you antibiotics. Preventing of acute bronchitis, the best way to prevent bronchitis is to stay away from cigarette smokers, don't, or if you're smoking, don't smoke and don't go near the secondhand smoke. If you smoke, please quit, quit, quit. Bronchitis. I have described. Now, bronchiectasis. Bronchiectasis involves damage to your airways, bronchial tubes, especially to the tiny hairs, the cilia that line the inside of your airways. Damaged cilia can do their job of swimming sweeping the dirt they can do that and mucus out of your lungs with bronchiectasis your airways widen and stretched out in some places the airways are so stretched out they form little pockets germs dust mucus collect in these pockets and get stuck these germs dust and mucus can cause infections the cilia can't sweep them away so the infections keep coming back Bronchiactasis cre- creates a vicious cycle. Infections in airway pockets damage your airways, and when your airways are damaged, you get more infections. Bronchiectasis is caused by infections that damages the airway, just like it happens in pneumonia or even in tuberculosis. Some blocking part of the airway, like piece of food in the airway, is another source of infection. Cystic fibrosis has this sweeping problem by birth and genetical issues. The, that disease affects the cilia inside the airways like ciliary dyskinesis or Kartagener syndrome. What are the symptoms of bronchitis? The most common symptom of bronchitis is a chronic cough, cough, cough that doesn't go away, and a productive meaning cough bringing up some mucus or phlegm. And bronchitis causes people to cough up a large amount of mucus. The mucus is sometimes yellow or green, and it is foul smelling, bad smelling. The problem with bronchitis is tackled with corticosteroids to take away the swelling of the airways and to reduce the swelling. Mucus thinners thin your mucus to make it easier to cough it up. Expectorants help to bring up the mucus. Chest physical therapy, I emphasize, are one of the most important aspects. Percussion, postural drainage is a way of loosening the mucus that is stuck in your chest. People usually do chest physical therapy while sitting or lying with their heads down, postural drainage. The therapy helps loosen the mucus and lying with your head down helps the mucus drain while the physical therapist is thumping on your chest. Okay folks, a man walks into a store and buy a pack of cigarettes. As the clerk hands the pack to him, he says, You should really read the warning on cigarette pack. It says right here that smoking causes erectile dysfunction and highly increases your rate for importance. The man looks at him in shock and says, Can I just get the lung cancer once, please? Folks, this kind of damage to the lungs is no laughing matter. Although I'm trying to bring in some humor in such situations, as in, uh, it is not really uh, laughing matter. In bronchitis, after lungs become infected, the air sacs, alveoli in the lungs, fill with pus and mucus. That's why it's so foul-smelling. Now. You will never know just how much you value your breath until you can't breathe on your own. words of Shania Twain about the difficulty of breathing. I can't play it long because my time is running out. Let me talk about interstitial pulmonary fibrosis. Interstitial pulmonary fibrosis is a chronic lung disease this means that is a long lasting disease that needs treatment. The name idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis tells you a little bit about the disease itself. Idiopathic means the cause is not known, pulmonary means it affects the lungs, fibrosis is the scarring caused by interstitial pulmonary fibrosis. There are two words that you might hear when you're talking to people with interstitial pulmonary fibrosis. Interstitial, the scarring occurs in the tissue and spaces between the tiny air space and the blood vessels in the lung. This area is called the lung interstitium. There are many other kinds of interstitial lung diseases, and they are treated differently than. IPF. It is important to work with your doctor to find out if you have interstitial pulmonary fibrosis or other form of interstitial lung disease. The lung contains airways, air sacs and blood vessels I have tr- described to you. There is a tissue, the small space between the air sacs and tiny blood vessels known as capillaries. Interstitial pul- pulmonary fibrosis is, is a disease where tissue becomes inflamed, irritated and swollen over time. The inflammation causes scarring. As the scarring gets worse, the lungs become stiff. This makes it harder to take in deep breath. It also makes it harder for the lungs to send oxygen into the blood. Breathlessness is sometimes called dyspnea or shortness of breath. Most people notice the first during their first time when they're doing exercises or physical activities like walking up hills. Breathlessness gets worse as the lung scarring gets worse. It affects day-to-day activities such as showering, climbing stairs, getting dressed, and even eating. Chronic cough bothers most people with interstitial pulmonary fibrosis. It is called chronic because it lasts longer. Most of the time the cough is dry, but sometimes people may cough up sputum or phlegm. People with interstitial pulmonary fibrosis sometimes have other symptoms such as tiredness, loss of energy, chest pain, chest tightness, unexplained weight loss, loss of appetite, change of finger shape called clubbing of fingers. Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis can be difficult to diagnose because Many lung diseases cause breathlessness and cough. So if the, uh, the symptoms, signs overlap. You will receive a physical examination of your lungs. You will also have an examination of other parts of the body, include, including your heart, joint, fingernails, skin, and muscles. There is no single test that can diagnose idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. That means you need several different tests, including pulmonary function tests, This is a breathing test that measures how much air you can blow in and out of your lungs and how well your lungs can absorb oxygen. 6-Minute Walk Test This walking test helps measure your physical fitness and measures amount of oxygen in your blood at rest and during the walk. Chest X-ray is a simple image of your lungs that can show interstitial lung disease. Sometimes it can be useful to help monitor progression. Blood tests, different blood tests can help identify the causes of interstitial lung diseases. Computer tomography, CT scan in short. This special type of x-ray helps show scarring in your lungs. The type of scarring can help identify the subtype of interstitial lung diseases. Bronchoscopy, sending a small flexible tube called bronchoscope through your mouth or nose and into your lung. The test does not diagnose interstitial Pulmonary fibrosis but can help find infection-causing symptoms. It also helps find other types of interstitial lung diseases. Surgical lung biopsy is performed by a surgeon. The test requires a small cut in the side of the chest so that small piece of lung can be removed and the pathology is assessed microscopically. So folks, this is a very difficult disease that can be difficult to cure. Lastly, lung cancer. Lung cancer is a cancer that starts in the lung. Cancer is a disease you all know. Cancer cell grows out of control, taking over normal cells and organs of the body. There are two major types of lung cancer. Each type of lung cancer grows and spreads in different ways. Each type may be treated differently. Non-small cell cancer and small cell cancer. The most common type of lung cancer is usually spread more slowly, that is non-small cell cancer, than the other cancers. There are three major types of non-small cell cancer, squamous cell carcinoma, adenocarcinoma and large cell carcinoma. Small cell carcinoma, the other type, is less common of lung cancer and spreads faster, folks. Then the non-small cell cancer. Small cell carcinoma is named for the size of the cancer cell, which can only be seen under a microscope. There are three major types, small cell lung cancer, small cell carcinoma, mixed small cell, large cell, Combine all small cell carcinoma. It's time to say goodbye to you all, folks. I hope I can impart some medical knowledge as well as some entertainment in between. We shall meet every third Monday of each month. Now we meet on Monday, September 18, 2023. Same time, same station, same web. W-L-V-L
0: You've been listening to Conversations on Healthcare with Dr. Majid Siddiqui from Elmwood Immediate Care, 2949 Elmwood Avenue in Kenmore. Call 716-800-3040.
2: Hometown WLVL, 1340 AM. For all your health care needs, trust Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians. With 37 years of experience, Dr. Majid Siddiqui cares for patients of all ages, from pediatrics to geriatrics. You'll be seen by medical doctors with on-site state-of-the-art machinery for emergency or routine care. Located at 2949 Elmwood across from Kenmore Mercy, walk-ins are welcome, most insurance accepted. Payment options are available. Call 716-800-3040 for Elmwood Immediate Care and Family Physicians.